When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back. Happy New Year. It's an all-new Clipcast. I'm your host, 12 wins in a row, Chris Co-Wild. And with me, as always, from beautiful Burbank, it's Henry Dittman, everybody. Burbank, hey! Oh, I'm here, and I rocked the baby, and then I handed the baby off to my friend, Russell Westbrook, who also rocked the baby. Happy New Year's, Clippers Nation! Happy New Year! What's that? Too small. Too, too small. small. Too small. I, I, they, right, right off the bat, outside of gameplay, my favorite moment of the huge Clippers win over the Pelicans. The curse is broken. We beat oh, them. Finally. We went up. Finally. Am I right? We were up 31 at one point, I believe. Oh, yeah, we cooked them. Uh, we plucked finally the Pelicans. Beat them. My favorite moment was when Paul George cooked Alvarado. And then as he walked away, was delicately doing this hand gesture of rocking the baby. But he did it like with his, you could tell he's, you could tell he's been around babies because he had his shoulder up even like you do when you're really (laughs) rocking a baby. And then Westbrook came running over and he delicately handed the baby to Westbrook who then rocked the imaginary baby. It was my favorite shade they threw. So great. they were like babysitting together. They were yes. like a couple of babysitters tossing. It, it's called exchanging of hands. Hand, handing the parents. baby over. When my wife and I first had our first newborn, we call it tagging out. Oh, I, I was always told exchanging hands or something. I don't think that's right. I think you're thinking of a Christian faith laying on of hands. Oh, you're going to get these hands. You keep dis- <laughs> disagreeing with me. Oh, you're going to get you're really, these hands. Now you're speaking to my childhood. <laughs> and I'm scene. exchange some hands. <laughs> That's right. I'll give you something to exchange big, hands big, about. Big win. I mean, seriously, it, it really was starting to feel like we were never going to beat these Pelicans. Even when they were lousy and we were on runs, no matter what the situation right. We just with or without Zion. Yeah, there's nothing. It felt like there was nothing that we could do to beat them, and then we did. And Law Murray today on X right. pointed out that Kawhi Leonard and Terrence Mann they've only lost three games while starting together this season. That's versus the Warriors, and they have defeated the Warriors twice since then. Versus the right. Nuggets, whom we have oh. defeated since then, and true versus the Pelicans, whom they Ooh. defeated tonight. So Yay! that's nice. That's real nice. Well, the Nuggets and the Pelicans were our kryptonite, and that we beat both of them. That we beat both of them. It's nice. Proves that this is real, and the only two losses since November were when Kawhi wasn't an option for us. When Kawhi was out, we've won something like 12 in a row with Kawhi. We are really cooking. We're and cooking. You know and- what I love, Hank? Oh, I know a lot of things you love. How clean are we going to keep this thing? <laughs> Big round bottoms. <laughs> anyway, <Sure>. so <laughs> we are now 10 over 500. Oh, All yeah. of last season, the best we ever did with Kawhi and Paul George was six over 500. The year before, we didn't have Kawhi. Chris, the best it's, we did it's crazy. Four Say it again. Over 500. Say We're it again. 10 games over 500. Oh, my gosh. It was literally plus. like four episodes ago, it feels like, that we were saying we just can't get over 500. It's amazing. It's an amazing run. They have figured oh, yeah. it out, which I believe I had that. I believe I oh, had that. Oh, my. Never, I never doubted. Fans, I, don't go oh, back Oh, you listen. did doubt it. Don't but, go back But I do want to say about the, the Nuggets and Pelicans are interesting to bring up because with this win, we have shoved right. the Pelicans into the, into the play-in tournament seventh seed. We are tied <laughs> really? evenly oh, wow. 
number of losses with the Nuggets. Now they have more wins, so technically we're at a, right. we're a game and a half behind them. But we're, we're distancing only, ourselves from the guys in our rear view. We're, we're only three games behind the Minnesota Timberwolves, and the Timberwolves are only six and four in their last ten games. Like like that, oh. the bloom may be off the rose with Minnesota. We always knew we that wasn't going to last. The NBA's best team. We're the best in the West. We're the fans. most home wins in the West. We're the best team in the past 16 games. You know, I keep watching the games, and I hear Brian Seaman keep hitting home the fact that this is now a good enough sample size, this 20-plus games, of what you can expect if you play the Clippers. I really love the fact that, look, I hated that Kawhi went down. I think Kawhi missed four games in a row, but luckily they were kind of spread out over a decent amount of time. Yeah. We went 2-2 two and two in that split. But Kawhi has been there for everything else. And like I said earlier on the show, 12 in a row with Kawhi active. I know you're going to like this. Terrence Mann, anytime he gets into double digits, we're 8-1. and one. So you get Terrence like Mann it. in double digits. I do like it. And, and we you are can, guaranteed you, you a can't, W. You can't be surprised we're going to go 50-50 when Kawhi is out. I mean, since, since early December, he's averaging almost 30 points a game. So I mean we we do need him, but the other thing oh, is Oh, we need him. But the other thing is it's all firing on all cylinders. And of course, there's so much to cover because we've been away on our holiday escapades. I ran up to Santa Barbara and you went to Costa Rica and out to would you were you in Jersey? Is that where you were after that for New Year's with your family? Well, we or only talk City. about the Costa Rica portion. We only talk about the Costa Rica. The, the other part you only portion. talk about. In, you only talk about the other part in uh, in therapy. Um, but but what what makes this feel even more like a championship team to me is that we yeah. got Plumley back, and oh, yeah. now we have had two great players in in a space of a handful of months say, "Hey, coach, bring me off the bench." And pl- that's what Russ said. And then Plumley said. Yep. Uh, I don't, I don't need my spot back right away. I'll come in behind no. Tice. I don't want to mess with this. Play tonight. I've, I've never been on a team that's won nine in a row, and I don't want right. to mess with it. Like that's that selfless kind of basketball. That's how you win. That's how you win it. Well, you're paraphrasing. He, yes, he did say I've never been on a team that's won nine in a row. But before that, you're paraphrasing. He said, "Oh shucks, gosh, <laughs> gee willikers." Well, I reckon a druther coach. Yeehaw! Sure, that's what. So, sure, I mean, I was trying to put it in folk. layman's terms. <laughs> oh, sure, sure, sure. You were you were putting in layman's terms. You were paraphrasing for the but city all that stuff for the city slickers that. for all those. Well, city I was. Slickers. I may or may not have gone to the city. I'll never speak of it. I only talk about my trip to Costa Rica. I was on vacation, and I was able, thanks to Clipper Vision, in different countries, I was able to watch every Clippers game. I didn't miss a single Clippers game. Now, I wasn't around the Clipcast. I wasn't anywhere near the Tiki Hut Studios, but I'm back. The Clippers are rolling. I remember when Kawhi Leonard, and it was like in the heart of that six-game skid, which is so distant in the rear view. Because we had that nine wins in a row, because we keep winning one like 14 out of 16 or something, we just keep cooking, and you need to put those pennies in the piggy bank, Hank. Oh, you need you to. You need to tack up those Ws yeah. in the Western Conference. Oh, yeah, we need but to I be- remember in the, in the, in deep in the losing streak, Kawhi said, we don't need to change anything, nope. really. Nope. And when we figure it out, we're going to be rolling. And James Harden said, when we figure it out, we're going to be a scary team. Now James Harden's saying, man, all those haters like Bill oh, Simmons. Oh, you see that Bill quote? Bill Simmons went on his podcast. He's being real quiet right now about James Harden, isn't he? Hank? Oh, they all, they, I loved that quote from Harden. Yeah, everybody had something to say when we were first getting started and figuring it out. And where are they? He said, he said I'm not paraphrasing this, they literally are nowhere to be seen. Everyone right. has just shut up. It's fantastic. And you're talking about us being 10 games over 500. Yes, sir. Uh, any guesses where the Lakers stand with regards to the 500 number? <laughs> I know they played tonight. I, I want to say they're probably sitting right at it or one game under the bumps. I mean, I'm looking at the ESPN standings right now. So unless they didn't update them and I've got something wrong, they are one game under 500. They're 17 and 18. <laughs> There, now that's possible. It's possible. Hold on. Let me hold on. Let me hit refresh. Hold on. Hold on for the listener at home for this quiet moment of me hitting refresh just to make sure. <laughs> it's still seventeen and eighteen. You suckers. Quiet cackling. You dirty suck. It's not quiet. It's not a dirty quiet suckers. cackle. They're unless I'm. Uh, they're two and eight on their last ten games. 
Yeah, they're like three and nine since they won the precious NBA Cup, which you called again. I did? You called that again. You said the NBA Cup is going to be some cross to bear, that it's going to be bad luck for whoever wins it. You said something very similar to that. Buddy, I'm listen, I'm, I, don't, I don't have the longest tenure of the Clippers podcast hosts. But I'm really oh, finding my stride with my sweet, sweet predictions. My clip, my I know. clip dictions. That's not it. Yes, your clip dictions. <laughs> Get out your clip dictionary and toot your own clipper horn. Oh, toot, 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 toot. oh man, it I'll feels I'll tell you good. something that you did say, and I'm going to quote you exactly. Oh, gee, Willikers, gosh, gee, howdy, shucks, Christers. It's <laughs> me, Hank, over here in Burbank, Mayberry. That. I did. And it's, it, it's even better town. Even better is that the Golden State Warriors are, are even bums. worse. And the, and by the way, they're 16 and 18. They're 11th and they have won 6 out of their last 10 games. They're 6 and 4, which is the same as the champs, and they still aren't in the play-in. And guess what I read on Twitter X what? from NBA tra- at NBA Trade Report. What did you read sources on at NBA Trade Report X Twitter? Sources Warriors will be looking to move Chris Paul before the NBA trade deadline. <laughs> two, two Eastern Conference teams have already shown interest. My buddy owns a ton of retirement uh, condos and facilities, senior living facilities. They should trade Chris Paul to like the Golden Slumbers senior basketball team. Just, just you're old, you're done, you're washed up. It ain't gonna ever happen. Oh, they've all though. Yeah, the Golden Slumbers. Hold on though. The Golden Slumbers are great. They they won three championships over a decade ago, and then told everyone they were the best team ever, and it didn't last. The Golden Slumbers. I'm thinking of the Golden State Warriors. They did just win two years ago. I know, I know. <laughs> I, I only brought up the three championships previously, and it wasn't it wasn't over ten years ago. P.S. I just do you like ever it. find yourself? Do you ever find yourself sticking up for the Clippers and throwing down that gauntlet of, well, you know, we have had a winning squad for over twelve years. There's only a handful of teams in all of professional sports that can say that, or do you not go to that well? And you just run and hide under your bed and cry. Like, how, how do you handle people who call your team a bunch of jerks and a bunch of losers? People saying, don't do it. People don't do that to me. I don't hang with people who talk that way to my face. People don't talk uh, that way to my face. But you also have a crew of dads in the South Bay that are heavy L word fans that like to really oh, yeah. give you the business. People don't give me the business about my team to my face. Now, when we it's took weird. this Harden trade. Oh, I had yeah. multiple people, including my broadcast partner, say oh, it's not going to work. <laughs> say it's not. You, you're never well, going But no, you didn't say well, that. You I, were worried. I it was you were worried in the losing streak. You were worried. You were I, worried. Yeah, I I thought it was going to be great when it happened. I was like, here he comes. Here comes Harden. I did two episodes in one day when he arrived or yeah. when the trade dropped. But during that six-game losing streak, oh, it was dark times. That was actually Chris when Wild. I. St- it was during that time that I started to believe, and if you remember, it was actually the last. You never doubted the last two losses. I never doubted. You saw. It I was a little purpose, but yeah, those last two losses felt like wins to me. Um, but no, so so, but people did give me the business on the trailer. Like, you know, it's not going to work. And for the most part, in those situations, I'm like, yeah, you're probably right, Knicks fan. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you I gave, know a lot um, about modern basketball, Knicks oh, fan. <laughs> I, I got all this NBA art, okay? So this fun NBA art, I acquired it through my travels, and I gave my Knicks piece of art to Joe Prano, hosted the Dirty Sports, who's a long oh, time did you love and it? long suffering. Did he love it? It's great. New York Knickerbocker fan, and when I, I he loved it, and I gave it to him, and he thought it was great, and it really is a beautiful piece. And until he picked it up, you know where I kept it? Down by the trash. That's where the Knicks go. Oh well, Down by the now trash. hold on. Let me let me say this. So it's over there by the garbage. Let me say this. I have I have two friends who are Knicks fans. I guess I I guess I'm also Prano. I didn't realize he was a Knicks fan. I love Prano. Um, one okay. of my friends who's a Knicks fan, I've known for a very long time. And is a loudmouth jerk about everything New York sports and will not sure. leave me alone. And if my team wins, even if I'm not talking trash, he gives me the biz. The uh, the uh, the other Knicks fan that I'm friends with is a great sports fan, Mike Delata, who listens to the show. 
and he'll he wants he is the first one to text me whenever we make a trade. Uh, but I Nick's I also made a think big trade. he's also got some love for the Clippers because he hates the Lakers because he's from a major market, and so I think that's probably why he likes the Clippers a little bit. Um, but he really gives it to me. Well, for also being a probably because of you, Hank. Well, we are we're friends. Me and Delano. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. But ooh, these Clippers! Yeah. This has been good guy cast. <laughs> yeah, you know, welcome to tonight's episode where Burbank Hank spins yarns about his friend Mike Delata <laughs> and a what guy. a pleasant chum he is. Oh, you've never tonight heard of him, Delata, and you'll never Delata. see him. Uh, but man, I'm loving this run. Should we talk a little bit about how fun it was to just whoop up on the Suns? Oh, the Clippers plucked the Pelicans and eclipsed the Suns at the Walking Stick Echo Chamber Arena in Scottsdale, Arizona. We just rolled them. And, you know, they they made a little noise late, but I was never skirt. No. I was never They were within, I think, eight. They were within eight, maybe, late in the fourth quarter. I clucked around with my frilled apron and said, (laughs) call me Tanta Bonifant, because I am confidant. Confidant Bonifant, sure. She's nice. And then my, my wife and son got upset, and they left, and they said, we're taking a drive. And anyway, they haven't been back. So well, they deserve to be I, happy. I am not Purvis. I think they'll return. And I was never, ever skirt no. when it came to the Clippers. The only times that I was like, oh, man, we're in trouble was when we didn't have Kawhi. And like I said earlier, we split it. We didn't have Kawhi for four games. We split that. But, man, we've had Kawhi. This is the best Kawhi we've ever had. Oh, it is best. pure Kawhi. And he's having Kawhi a blast. Kawhi is the most efficient player in the game by leaps and bounds. Oh, gosh. I, I say Kawhi's the best player on planet Earth right now, and it's kind of weird that he's such an afterthought with the MVP conversation, but I guess these people just don't watch well, yeah, every Clippers he's game not getting the biggest he's really important to it. He's not getting the biggest scoring numbers necessarily on our team, but like that's but it's just so but, damn but, efficient. But, oh, my gosh, I know. Oh, I agree. Scoring. I agree, but also you look at us versus the Suns, and I understand that KD was out, but so was Musa Diabate. Like we also were handicapped on some of our great players. <laughs> oh, gosh. I mean, like, we get we were fun. <laughs> so was Musa Diabate. But, but listen, like, is this your ankle rankle Paul, report? Paul, Did he Paul George, ankle? no, he didn't. Paul George scored. He, he our th- our game leaders, points, rebounds, assists were three different guys. Paul George yeah. led in points. James Harden led in assists. Kawhi Leonard led in, led in rebounds. It is no small thing that it wasn't our center who led in rebounds. But then you look right. at the Suns, and it was two guys who led Bradley those three Beal, categories. No, it was Devin Booker points and assists, and it was Nurkic with rebounds. Right there, you go. Yeah, Nurkic. So is, and and, and Zubats right. has been right, playing great in the paint. He's been playing oh, great man. at the rim. But it, it's no- Zoo handled Zion. Zoo handle. Oh yeah, and great. Zion's been getting big. He's been getting big. First of all, he loves sure. clearly loves his beignets and his his uh, fried foods that he's getting in New Orleans, and the team's not happy about it. They they want him to be smaller. But he he oh he's got to go it. to Cafe Du Monde, I believe it's called. Yeah, that's Cafe what it's called. Got great, they got the great beignets. You got to get that chicory coffee. It's so good. Delicious uh, coffee. You know what is a crazy stat? What? In tw- was it 21 that they went to the finals, right? 2021 is when the Suns went to the finals. Right. Got the How the many final players from that roster are still on the Suns? Just Devin Booker. Num- just, uh, Devin, just Devin Booker, dude. But just- it's, that's a deceiving stat because, as we know, Devon Booker or Devin Booker or Devon Bouquet was in the boy band raw emotion and he was all five members I know, and, now, so now, and now he's, he's gr- a lot of guys but now he's growing he's a, a beard of emotion he's growing a beard a big thick, i heard he was dating beard. like kendall jenner or kendall jackson or oh, whoever news. makes the wine old news <laughs> old news he's dating kendall jenner a year ago don't care i don't care about anyone well, why'd you bring side. it up but we will well, i'll tell you why Kawhi's not getting mvp love or thoughts well a because everyone's an old head and hates on the clippers but the clippers are so good right now that people are talking about us and you know they say oh they do better under the radar i don't know man 
this is the best we've looked. This is the best Kawhi has looked. Maybe people need to talk about us. Maybe we need to get out of that shadow. What's worked in the past? Well, it hasn't because we haven't gotten anywhere except for a losing effort in the Final Four in 21. So uh, this is the best we've looked. This is the best we've looked since Kawhi and PG have been together. This is the best we've looked. And the reason Kawhi's not getting the MVP love that he should get, I think, is because of the strong team play from James Harden, of course, who we're madly in love with. I want to expand on that later. Russell Westbrook, Mr. Hustle, Mr. Hart, Zubas, you just talked about. PG, of course, that's a given. And then we haven't mentioned him, and we got to talk about him. Mr. Sixth Man of the Year, come off the bench, light you up in the fourth quarter, give you those threes, those sleepy, sleepy threes, Norman Powell. Oh my gosh, wake cra- him up. Crazy. Oh and God. and by the way, that's our best lineup and I'm not suggesting he should start. I don't I'm not in any way. No, we know our, him and Russ should not start. But our cuz he's usually still taking his sweet sweet napper. He's taking a nap. But our most <laughs> efficient our is tucking him in his PJs. Uh, yes, go. Our go most ahead. efficient go, go our ahead. most efficient lineup is our starters minus Terrence Mann plus Norm Powell. That's what the numbers tell us. That's our most efficient fivesome. And so that he's coming off the bench, man, his efficiency over the last handful of games has been nuts. Yeah, but Kawhi, it's just, yes, 100%. Norman Powell and, by the way, Kawhi won it all together in Toronto with the Raptors. Both have rings together. They did it. I love it. Norm has been wonderful. You and I talked about this a lot. And I want to add Norm into this category of sometimes when the Clippers just need a shot to get over the hump, if they've got a lead and they want to hold it or if they need to get that comeback cooking, you know, we've gone cold in years past, but man alive, Norm Powell is great in the fourth quarter. And then James Harden with the step back three will always deliver. Yeah. I believe I UPS. I believe I texted you today. Like, what can beer do for you? What we have never, 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 ever, never. I think that's what I texted you. What we've never, ever, never had is the guy Gosh, who shucks. can is the guy who can score when right. no one can score. We've never had it. Right. And I love Paul George, but frankly, most of usually his best play comes in the first quarter and sets us up for a great blowout. He's not I don't the eye test tells me that James Harden is the guy who gets the ball in his hands for the final shot of the game. And Norm Powell's oh, yeah. been playing that kind of basketball too. I love Ka- I love Kawhi Leonard, but as far as that three, if you're asking me who on the Clippers shoots a three in the final second when the when the shot clock's off and it's the final shot of the game, it's James Harden. That's who oh, yeah. it is. But Norm Powell's been shooting like that too. And Norm Powell. And what's also exciting about Norm Powell, I wish I could remember what game it was. I feel like it was the last game we saw in person where Norm just drove the lane six possessions out of seven or eight and just kept throwing layups. Like, he's so known as an outside shooter, but he's fast and strong. Like, draws the foul. He will will body his way into the paint, and he's he's got quick feet. Sneaky good, and he was not on that 21 team. Sneaky good, and he was not on that 21 team. Obviously, we didn't have Kawhi on that 21 team. We didn't have Russ on that 21 team. We didn't have James Harden on that 21 team. And God bless Stephen Ballmer, Lawrence Frank, Jerry West, Ty Lue, everybody who looked at what we needed, what went wrong in 21, what can we fix? And they went out and they fixed it, and it's working. Holy cow. We are undefeated in January, I believe. We are just cooking. We're the hottest team in the NBA. Kawhi Leonard is playing out of his mind, so efficient, makes no mistakes. Every night has the best damn line and he's got such supporting help from his cast of characters backing him up. And you just love to see it. I mean, Joker, everyone loves Joker. Everyone loves Giannis and everyone loves Joel Embiid. These giant seven-foot and seven-foot-plus guys from lands that are foreign. But how about the hats off for the five SoCal guys, the Southern California guys. We all know about the L.A. County boys, the the Kawhi Leonard's, the James Harden's, the Russell Westbrook's, and the Paul George's. But hats off to Norman Powell from San Diego. We know Kawhi loves it down in San Diego. The Padres have adopted the Clippers as their sister team. I just love the Southern California love that is happening right now. We're rolling. And I'm telling you, winning not only does it fix everything, but it changes 
everything. And why not do it in our last season at Staples? Why not do it on the way into the new Dome Sweet Dome? Let's let's not talk about, oh, are we going to hang up a NBA cup banner? Oh, are we going to retire uh, Blake Griffin's uh, nanny? No, let's hang up a championship banner in the Dome on night one in Inglewood happening this year folks we're here 2024 the dome opens it's coming it's happening let's go clip oh and p.s you're talking about norm powell and his numbers and his efficiency he he doubled the plus minus and i we all i'll say this every single time i say plus minus not a perfect perfect stat not a perfect stat disagree i think it's perfection he doubled the plus minus of every single clipper except for one Zubots and Harden had plus 18s. Powell was yeah. a plus 36. Get him. And it went three of Get he him. went three of six from three. And let's please not forget that my guy Paul George went six of ten from three. Cooking him. Oh yeah. Come At on. At one point, I think he was six of eight or and six. Seven, seven rebounds. Or five six. It's hot, man. And by the way, and speaking of hanging banners, it, scary. It's good. a shame that you scary don't. Good. It's a shame that you don't get to leave a banner in the building, even though you're not there. It'd be great for us to win this year and leave a banner in Staples. Leave a copy. But, We're gonna leave but, a carbon copy, a microfiche banner. But what I do, I did see a great interview with Balmer where he said that every um, that the 2023-24 in-season tournament banner, the Lakers one, will be hung over every urinal in the new Intuit Dome. They're gonna <laughs> they're gonna hang a replica over each urinal at the Intuit yes, Dome. Yes, the structures, the facilities, the I can't remember what the fixtures. I think he called the to- the, the turlets the, the fixtures. fixtures. <laughs> And I think he said, oh, shucks, golly gee. Oh, yuck, 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 yuck. Yeah. Willikers fixtures. Him and Plumley playing tiddlywinks or whatever that old. <laughs> spinning a hoop yeah. with a stick. Balmer is the pride of Seattle, as is Jamal Crawford. He's no hillbilly. He's no huckleberry. He's Stephen Balmer. Oh, we love him. We have the best owner ours. in sports. He's ours. Yeah, including the best owner in sports. Although, did you hear that Mark Cuban, you know, Mark Cuban sold majority share, although he's still going to have a lot of controlling um, stake in the team. But he made, oh. a, 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 bill, I'm guessing, billions in selling a, a majority stake of the team. And he is going to give, I wish I could remember the number. I have to look it up. $35 million in bonuses to longtime employees of the Mavericks. Wow. He's a dude. Good he's a good him. dude. He's not, he's no bomber. He's no bomber. No. And, and he was a rich guy who bought himself a chip for Dirk. So hopefully Steve Ballmer is a rich guy who's going to buy himself a new stadium and a couple of titles for the long-suffering Clipper Nation, of which who have been listening to this show for over 12 years. My God, it's exhausting, Hank. I believe this is our 12th season. It's a lot of show, folks. It's quantity of quality, and and we've been at it the longest, and we have the most fun doing it. Oh, now, my gosh. We're we going to have love three it games the in four days. We love it the most. We love the Clippers the most. That's a good point. We have three games in four days. It's a good thing yeah. that our guys did not have to play heavy minutes tonight. Big minutes. No. It's when very important because we're about to go into a back-to-back versus the Lakers on Sunday at 6.30 p.m., and that is at Lakers. At L.A. versus Elwood. And, and then we go to Phoenix. Versus... Now, do we— No, it's home versus Suns. Oh, it's home. Home game versus home. Suns. But, like, do do we think— Now, my understanding is that KD's out with a hamstring injury, dude. Like, like he's— I can't imagine he's going to play on Monday. Are we going from Darvin Ham to hamstring injury? Are we doing back-to-back hams? <laughs> great, now, great. Now I want bre- for breakfast. Now I want Darvin Ham. It sounds delicious, like a honey baked ham. <laughs> Darvin Ham and eggs. No, it's a loser. It's a runny loser <laughs> and your eggs. What a bunch of he's bu- he's like he's like I feel solid. LR. I've been talking to the ownership and I feel solid. Hey Darvin. Hey Darvin. You're not. TikTok, you're not, TikTok. bro. You're not, bro. The you're only on person out. they fired their championship-winning coach. Yeah, there's only like two guys that less are solid. Than two seasons later, there's only two guys that are Tyler. solid. LB and AD. Greg. That's it. LJ and AD. Yeah. Forget oh, it. I thought. I, who are the most solid coaches? Like never getting fired in the league. I I propose Spolstra. I propose Pop. Popovich. Pop. Pop and Spolstra. I propose Ty Lue right now. I propose sure, Lou sure, is very safe. Sure, but like no one fires Pop. No one uh, fires Pop. And 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 I would say and, it's oh, not Steve that, Kerr probably. It's not no, that no Steve one Steve Kerr's fine. Maybe. It's not that no one fires Spolstra. <laughs> maybe. It's just that um what's his name? Pat what's his name? 
like Pat Riley. Pat Riley just I just don't think he's that kind of guy who's going to move to fire a coach. He's too smart. Did you know that Pat Riley and Arthur Fonzarelli are identical cousins? Did you know that Oh, yeah, Fonzie I did know that. They had and a Pat sp- Riley are identical cousins. It's true. The 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 characters of Lenny and Squiggy were both um, based on Pat Riley. So Fonzie known for Happy Days, Pat Riley known for Happier Nights. Apparently in the eighties, sure. a lot of it's busy a hands. It's a great <laughs> and busy spin-off. nights. Oh Lord, Joni and Chachi, very busy hands oh. when they left Milwaukee. So, so LA. you've got to feel Three good. Three games in four nights. Yes, you got to feel good going in to play the Lakers. You have to feel good about that. We're coming home for some home cooking. One eleven of twelve. There, certainly, our guys are probably already halfway to Los Angeles. They're going to sleep in their own beds. They got Sunday sure, off. Probably already there now. Yeah, uh, yep, we yep, yep, yep. we. Um, I believe the last time we played the L word, we lost to them. And if I'm correct, night that, two of a back to back. That was the uh, first, we had nobody in, in overtime. P.S. In yes. overtime and in that game, Westbrook had 11 rebounds and eight assists. We didn't have Harden oh, at we're that gonna point. We're going to handily we? no. destroy them. We had we had no Harden. We're going to we had no. We we had none of our guys because we dealt you know the three guys that we dealt are that's or right and still overtime and we're playing the two and yes. eight in the last ten games Lakers with something to prove, um, and then we play Phoenix then we play Phoenix the very next night so we hope we don't have to play our guys the whole time that's what we're really hoping right, and we won't well hopefully we steamroll the L word like we have eleven out of twelve games back to back home. Versus the Suns Monday. Like I said, it's three games in four days day off. And then it's Toronto Raptors, and you know Kawhi's going to light them up like a pack of Marlboro. I always like to, I always like to think. Do in Canada, but not here in California. I know it's a couple seasons removed, but I always like to think it's fun to watch players play their former teams because they know the offense. They know the tendencies of the guys they're playing. And it's really right. fun. And we and we will both I – mean, you're going to go – are you going to the Phoenix game on Monday? I'm going to all games. Uh, I missed enough games. I'll be at every single home game for the rest well, of the season. Well, I will be at the Raptors Unless game. I have to travel for stupid work. Uh, but, oh, great. Oh, oh, you go. Oh, Wednesday. Yeah, I'll oh, be we'll at, I will be there. The I will be there. We will, oh, in the building. Or or I really enjoyed it on the steps of the LA Convention Center. That was pretty fun. Yeah, that was lovely with the with the LA skyline barking at us in the background and it was a lovely temperate evening. Let's see if we do that again. That was fun. That was fun. We it was a very presentative show last episode. Holy crap! That was our last episode. That was last year, and then I went away for two full weeks. But I'm back. I'm not going anywhere. I'll be back in the building Monday and Wednesday. It's just so good to win. Winning fixes everything. I got real dark in that six game skid, and I love that everything changed when we started beating the Golden State. Warriors. Yes, that's a that's nice. That's what it was. That's nice. It was Warriors. also Westbrook coming off the bench, man. It was it was all of it. Of course. It was all and of it. Tice. But we've got 15, extra nice Tice. January is big. We have 15 games in 31 nights in January. It's not a, our busiest. Not no, our busiest I know that's what's crazy. It's not even yeah. our busiest. March is our busiest as we march into the April playoffs. Because we only have, I think, and two we are not going to be a play-in team. I, I'll tell you. Okay, so look, you and I haven't really made any predictions. Now we can see what's going on. We see that Minnesota is the number one team. And yes, like you said earlier, they're six and four in their last 10, which is not as good as us. We see that OKC is for real and they're right there. But Denver's creeping. Right now, it's kind of a log jam at, at two and three. And, and the Clippers are right knocking on that door. I think we're only a game behind OKC right now, possibly a game and a half. Game, yeah, but we're one game. distancing ourselves from that pack. And I'm here to say, lock it. It's a Chris Wilde guarantee that we're in the top six. But let's take a look, Hank. Out of that top four, who stays? Who falls out? Is it going to be all four at the end of the year? What's your prediction, my friend? Uh, I Well, I think it could be those four. I don't necessarily feel like Dallas... I mean, they're they're barely over five. I mean, they're not barely over five hundred, but I mean, no, 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 they're doing well. They're, and they're but, and they're, they're, they're but they they're are creeping up. They New are Orleans five and five. And Sacramento. I, I do think it could be these top four teams at the end, but not in this order. I don't really. I, I agree with that. I don't really, and I'm not definitely not in that order. Particularly worried about Oklahoma City in the playoffs either. I think they're very young, and historically in the NBA, veteran teams fare better in the postseason. But I so I I could see it being Nuggets, Clippers, Thunder, Timberwolves. I think it could go. It could also go 
um, I, but but frankly, we dismantled the Nuggets last time we played them. So sure I, I I don't know if there's a matchup I'm more excited to see. This is oh this is us a, versus Minnesota. I'm, I'm having such a Can't great wait. I'm having such a great feeling right now because typically for the entire Confidence. time of being a Clippers fan, I don't like to play the best teams because I get really worried. Now I want to see us play the best teams because yeah, I think nice we could it's, beat it's anybody. Not some easy stretch that we've had going 14 and two in these past 16 games. We've played a lot of tough outs and we've handled them. We played Denver. We played Sacramento. We played the only team we lost to was OKC. It was night two of a back-to-back, and we didn't have Kawhi Leonard. So that just doesn't count. That's not really a good litmus test. There are there are no back-to-backs in the playoffs, and this is the healthiest Kawhi Leonard has looked as a Clipper. Like this is the best he's looked as a Clipper. He was still coming off that wonky San Antonio injury. Still, I I almost forgot of the term load management because it's been so long since we've load managed. But this is the best he has looked that we have seen as a clipper in the since the when he came and we did that weird phantom bubbles covid year with doc then Ty Lu comes in and obviously that was our greatest run in franchise history and then Kawhi we know what happens Joe Ingles but this is the best he's looked as a clipper this is the best the team i think has looked maybe ever like i can't think of a clippers unit other than maybe that december to remember but we were young. That was Chris Paul and a bunch of well, young we, guys this is on our, Vinny Del Negro's Clippers. Yeah, I mean, this is this our is most skilled team. Oh, it's our most skilled team. You know, yeah. like all the other teams that you're thinking of right now that had great runs were scrappy teams that that have the Russell Westbrook component to them. But none of those teams had the skill set that we have right now. Like we... We right. were we were needing we needed Kawhi Leonard to put up threes when he first joined the team. Now we don't oh, yeah. need him to put up threes. We and, and he's shooting it at a lights out efficiency. And yeah, he's getting and he's getting to he's as he loves it. to say he's getting to his spots and he's spots, getting he's yes. running along the baseline and dishing out. And so I right. I, I I think also we have a team. Supporting we have a team. We have a, we have team chemistry right now that is amazing. They are playing. Oh, yeah. They are clowning. Big party, big party on New Year's J- Eve. J- oh my All gosh, that was great. And Pat Patterson with Pat Patterson, probably Vegas. So great. But they, <laughs> Pat, Pat, they were doing. They were having. So, they're having so much fun on the court in a way that we have not seen almost any team have fun on the court since the Golden State Warriors' great runs, where they were kind of dancing and fooling right. around and goofing around. They're playing. Yep. They're having a great time, yep. but also. We are in a situation, and let, I'm trying to think of an exception to this, but I'll just say it, and you can tell me if I'm missing somebody. Nobody is having to play out of position. Nobody is having to play outside of their strengths. Everybody is getting to do what they do best. So right. I, I think that's also thrilling. We're, nobody is in a situation where they're having to shoot threes when they're not great at shooting threes. And so everybody is playing to their potential. Now we got to keep them healthy. And now we just got to run with it. It's it is freaking working, and it's and it, frankly, they didn't have training camp with James Harden. No, they did not, and he is a massive piece who I love, and we're going to talk more about that in a bit. So the last episode was we have ourselves a Clippers win streak, and we were six deep of that nine streak. So we had won six in a row. Well, like I said, in the past sixteen, we're fourteen and two. So after that episode. You know, we've had a lot of games, and during those games, okay, six-game win streak, we talked about it. Then we kept cooking for nine. We dropped two when Kawhi goes out. We figure it out and win two with Kawhi still out. Kawhi comes back, and here we go, off to the races. Five, five in a row. During that, like, during that 10-game stretch, Hank, I think three times, and I know I was texting you while it was happening, three different times, at least maybe four, but definitely three we had the Chris Wilde six-pack, and every time you get the Chris Wilde six-pack, you win the basketball game. That is six players in double digits, and that's what we had three times in that stretch, and it works every time. And that's because it's a testament to the team basketball and the chemistry you're talking about and the supporting cast I'm talking about, the Chris Wilde six-pack, and you love to see it. Well, you do love to see it. I mean, obviously it's not a satisfying to the players as the Hank Burbank Hanks Chris Wilde seven pack the ba- the drinkers what? What? half dozen which what? is seven players what? in double digits it's even more satisfying 
Um, You're doing a Hank's but, seven pack? No, the Hank, the, the Burbank Hank's Chris Wilde's uh, drink, drinkers half dozen. And you you can see when they get the Chris Wilde six pack, they kind of shrug and go, yeah, that's pretty, it's good. It's fine, I guess. It's a living. It's a, <laughs> it ain't digging ditches, I guess. That's what the Lakers so, players are doing. <laughs> so, first of all, is what is what is it called? It's called a drinker's half dozen. The drink, I have the seven pack. What seven that pack? That's when you... seven players get double digits. It's it's very rare. That's what makes it so special. That's what makes it. So, so you're saying, and we saw this twice in yeah, that stretch. That's good. Seven guys in double oh, digits. Oh, it's great. And you're calling that the Hanks? Sorry, the, for the Burbank, record, the Burbank Hanks, Chris Wilds, drinkers half dozen. So are you calling it? I don't know. Are you calling it Hank's seven pack, or are you calling Burbank, it Hank's Chris Burbank, Wild six pack? Burbank Hank's Chris Wild six pack. That's what I think I'm going to call it. That's pretty good. What? That's what you. That's that's insanity. That's that great. is absolutely. Well, it is when insanity. it happens. You're right. When it happens, the fans go insane. It's, you're right about that, and the players actually feel good about it. Unlike the six pack, where it's like, oh, we almost did it. <laughs> Those are W's when they get Chris Wilde six. I know that's Never why they're mind. like that's why they're Burbank like, Hanks drinkers half dozen. That's seven why they black, say one, blah blah. That's black, why they black say and build up. Okay, oh, I guess. Gosh. I guess. All right. So look, t- I- I'm getting upset. <laughs> I want to change the subject. In the past ten games since last since last year, going through the holidays, uh, I know who I'm going to pick, but I want to know who your Hanks player of the stretch is. Hank's player of the week. It's been weeks, so it's been Hank's player of the game. I'm asking you, who is Hank's player of this wonderful stretch since our last episode where we've gone eight and two in our last ten? Well, I'm going to go what I would call chalk a little bit on this because typically I like to pick – I sort of like to think outside the box and pick somebody who's maybe not not you know, not on paper – the re- the main guy although although who I'm going to pick is not our leading scorer by any means although he is our leading rebounder and often b- leads us in assists it's James Harden it, it just oh, is yeah. James Harden I get it. it's just all oh, working yeah. uh, but you know my honorary like our leading scorer over and over again is Paul George he got 30 33 versus the Suns Kawhi got 30 yeah he's doing it he's doing work um, they both near they both they, seven and eight rebounds you know respectively but to me, James Harden is the difference maker here, and and I'll say he's having I'll say fun, again, man. He's I know he's fun. a fun guy, but he's having oh my fun. gosh, it's the most I, fun I've ever apparently seen. Apparently, we were oh, oh, and look, everyone was right. Russell Westbrook and James Harden are cancers in the locker room. Remember the text thread we had with our friend who was like, <laughs> "You're he's not a good guy." He, we got we right. were in a text thread over and over again. He's not a good guy, and it was like, okay, man. Like, take it easy. He's playing with Joel Embiid, who's not exactly the nicest guy, who's an arrogant egomaniac who won't stop talking about how great he is. And now he's in a situation where he's having the time of his life. Yo, he's but, having but fun. We, we also have talked many times about the fact that Paul George and Kawhi Leonard lead by example. They lead by quietly playing. Actions speak louder than words. And so now we have Russell Westbrook, who in a lot of ways fills the gap that Pat Beverly left. He's our right. he is our scrappy dog out there crushing Vocal. it. But James yep. Harden Leading is an energy guy. Hustle. So when a guy yep. makes a drains a three and turns around and does a crazy dance and yes. then Russell Russell Westbrook's passing the baby back and forth and like doing the two he <laughs> he rocked the baby on bull bull. He rocked the baby <laughs> on bull bull. And during the broadcast Brian Seaman was like I thought he was going to do too small. I know. He it's almost so did. They're hilarious. On Slenderman, for God's They're sake. They're hilarious. Also, on Baba Duke. And let's not forget, too, <laughs> Russell Westbrook is also yeah. not afraid to turn around and yell at a fan who's yelling disgusting things from the stands or who says something That's to right. him with, when he's got his kids with him. So, but to me, to me, it is Harden. To me, he is, the, he may not be our number one player as far as like the seniority of our team and everything else. But he's the leader of our team to me right now, James oh, yeah. Harden. So who's yours? Who's your um, Hank's player of the game? Not that you get one. Well, Chris Wilde's player of the game ah, has got to be Kawhi Leonard because I, I I agree with you. James Harden is fabulous. And w- when you're saying he's an energy guy, what what you mean, and, and, and you elucidated on this, is that after a big make, after a big dunk, after an improbable three, he's doing these – 
theatrics oh, to bring up great. the energy of the team and the building. Different in that Energizer bunny of Russell Westbrook, who came in versus the Pelicans, were down eight and just hustled and got two steals, got two blocks, switched everything, got, and then all of a sudden the Clippers go on a run that just was never met, and we win by 30. But, yes, I have got to give Hank's – Excuse me, Chris Wilde's Hank's player of the month to Kawhi Leonard because look what happens when he's not available. We lose. Look what happens when he is available. We win. Now, granted, James Harden and the rest of the guys, they did what they had to do to figure it out without Kawhi, and they got two wins in a row. But then guess what? This is the healthiest Kawhi. It was just a very small hiccup. We always knew it was not long-term. Unlike Mason Plumlee, that was long-term. We knew it was long-term, and now we've got him back. Kawhi, it was just a hiccup. It was a speed bump, and we're back. We're cooking. We are rolling. This is pure Kawhi, the purest Kawhi I've ever seen. I didn't really follow him that well in San Antonio. I enjoyed him in Toronto, but he was banged up. Not available for back-to-backs. 60 of the regular season, 82 games. We're getting them well over 60 games this season. I want to just answer a question that I asked you earlier. Uh, I I like, actually, Clips to be number one because – Denver doesn't need to be number one in order to repeat, but the Clips, if they want to win it all, they got to get that number one slot. Gotta. That kind of guarantees gotta. it. It's always one versus two, or you know, it's always a number one seed or altitude, two man. or lesser altitude. than we a three. Need, we need home court advantage over the Nuggets more than any other team. We just need to win. We could we be just need, yeah, sure, but we could be. We just need to win. We could be the two seed behind any other. We could be the two seed behind OKC, and I wouldn't worry. But being the two seed behind the Nuggets and having to play at that six thousand foot oh, altitude, no way. I hear you. It's it is it's it's. You're absolutely that is. You bad. just turned me on that because you're absolutely right. You need that home court cooking versus the Mile High City, and I don't know, man. I I can't really. I OKC scares me the least because they're so young, because they're so fresh, Minnesota. The build has been a little steadier for me. Obviously, OKC, the build is quicker because those guys were, you know, in middle school three seasons ago. So I get it. But I, I think OKC is a little bit of fool's gold. Like I claimed, Houston was fool's gold, and I was right. So hopefully I'm right, and OKC falls out of the top four. But even if they don't, even if they stay in the top four, we got to be one, two, or three. And one means the world. And we shouldn't settle for anything less. We we cannot half-ass regular season games, which no. has been the whole mantra. No, we can't. Which has been the whole mantra, and it's working. Yeah, we got to so win every game. Cooking, baby. We got to win let's every game. Cooking. Yeah, we're in such a great position. Also, the East versus the West, there's is not as drastically different as it was last season. I want to say, off the top of my head, I want to say that the top Eastern Conference team has won two more games than the top Western conference team versus last year. Boston is real good. But like, was it, wasn't it last year that it was like a six or seven game difference between the one seeds of each conference. And and the eight seed sneaks into the NBA finals last year in the Eastern conference. That's just not, that's simply not. No, no, they're much more, they're much more equal, but we, there's also not the same disparity between the one seed and the four seed in the West. Like there was last year, last year, Everybody was getting killed by Denver at this point. Am I remembering that right? Um, right. But like we're we're three. Well, we games, certainly were. We're three we games certainly out. Certainly were. We're three games. Yeah. That's it. Well, the East has eight teams with twenty or more wins, and the West only has seven. But the West is for real, and I'm telling you, we need the wins. I've said it ad nauseum. You have to be one, two, or three, unless you're the returning champ. And one means more than two, and two means more than three. And we've gone in at three before. We've gone in at four. We've never won at all. We gotta get that one slot. Agreed. We went in at two, I believe, in the bubble. We need that one slot. All right, Hank. We're gonna be in the building Wednesday night. We've got three and four. I like all of them, Clippers, especially if Kawhi's available for all three. We're gonna win all three. I like it. I like it. I think it goes that way. I'll see. I'll see you Wednesday night, and I guess we're gonna clipcast possibly in the building, possibly outside in downtown. Supposed to be very, supposed to be very windy. It's supposed to be a very, very high winds Wednesday night. So that would be the only reason. Horrible we for sound. Horrible. It's not Horrible. great. Horrible. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. It's gonna be very exciting. Go Clippers, man. Go Clippers. Happy Go New Clippers. Year. Oh, sound the horn, Hank. Ah!